Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Since being introduced in 2008, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or MCU for short, has been adapting storylines from the pages of Marvel Comics, some famous, others not so much. Either way, like most adaptations, things have to change. And while it's fair to say that not every change has worked for the better, we're looking at you, brainwashed Hawkeye, some undoubtedly have, so much so that they've even gone on to influence the comics themselves. With that in mind, I'm Yoon from What Culture, and here are the 8 best things the MCU did differently to the comics. Number 8. Changing the Hulk's Exile Thor Ragnarok Planet Hulk's fingerprints are all over Thor Ragnarok, but only the best bits. Revolving around the same basic premise of the Hulk leaving Earth but for a different reason altogether, the Planet Hulk comics saw the Jolly Green Giant fight as a gladiator in a far-flung alien world. Unfortunately for Marvel, at the time, it was decided that Hulk leave Earth and be banished by his superhero cohorts. He's literally expelled from Earth because his former teammates take one look at him and go, nah, don't fancy that. Ragnarok's exile is more self-imposed this time around, and while it's no less tragic, it's certainly more enjoyable than a storyline where most of Marvel's heroes elected to boot the Hulk off-world. There's also the added bonus of the arc with the Grand Master, the Avengers, and all the rest, which blends together Planet Hulk's interesting premise with the sense of wonder that pervaded Jack Kirby's original Thor comics. Number 7. Steve and Bucky's Friendship Captain America The First Avenger Of all the things the MCU did differently to the comics, the portrayal of Bucky Barnes is right up there with the very best. In the comics, James Buchanan Barnes is only a teenager when the war breaks out. He encounters the still skinny Steve Rogers during boot camp where he acts as a mascot of sorts, before discovering that he and Captain America are one and the same. Wanting to join the fight, Bucky undergoes an extensive training regimen until he eventually accompanies the captain to the European theatre, at which point he follows in Steve's footsteps until they're separated and, well, the Soviets find him. The rest, as they say, is history. Bucky becomes the Winter Soldier, and it's this particular incarnation, Ed Brubaker and Steve Eptings, that the Captain America films drew their inspiration from. The decision to make Bucky a capable soldier and the more confident of the pair is one of the first Avengers' best legacies. It makes their friendship more believable, and is a major step up from the Robin-esque caricature that followed Steve around the fields of France in the comics. Number 6. Ultron's Creation Avengers Age of Ultron A few eyebrows were raised when it first emerged that Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, not Hank Pym, would create Ultron in the MCU, seeing as how Ant-Man was heading to theatres just a few months after that film released. Given how the origin of the being plays out in the comics, it's easy to see why Marvel opted for a change. For starters, neither Hank Pym or Janet Van Dyne were established in the MCU by that point, whereas both Bruce and Tony were already two of the most popular Avengers in the franchise. There was also the added wrinkle of both scientists dealing with the 
fallout of the Shatari invasion. And while Banner himself is initially reluctant to manufacture the Ultron AI, both he and Stark are equally culpable for its creation. Say what you will about the villain's portrayal, but having Banner and Stark be the ones to create it made for a much more compelling story, and one that was much easier to stomach, as opposed to seeing Pym gradually lose his mind in the comics and turn into an abusive old cad as his robot terrorized his teammates. Number 5. The Sokovia Accords Captain America Civil War Civil War, the comic, is considered one of the biggest storylines of the last decade, but just because it was big doesn't mean it was good. The story, penned by Mark Miller and drawn by the always superb Steve McNiven, was written as a critique of post-11 US politics, particularly the policies of the Bush administration and the enforcement of the Patriot Act. Given that Marvel has always been about reflecting the world outside our windows, Civil War looked as though it would genuinely make for compelling reading. Unfortunately, by the time Miller wrapped things up in 2007, the story was anything but. The message was ham-fisted, it was unnecessarily cruel, and the characterizations of Iron Man and Captain America in particular felt like a far cry from their usual selves. This is why the actual Civil War film is so impressive, because it takes the bungled concept of the comic and does something genuinely interesting with it, providing an actual voice to both Steve and Tony and playing the conflict out in a much more captivating manner. They both have their own completely understandable motivations, and it's what makes Civil War, the movie, the success it is. Number 4. The Vulture Spider-Man Homecoming While there's certainly nothing wrong with the comic book version of The Vulture, a decrepit old man who preys on the young Josh Browns of the world, there's a lot to be said about the tradition of sympathetic Spider-Man villains, which is what Homecoming's version of the character plays into. Both versions are equally compelling in their own unique way, but Michael Keaton's performance, combined with the added backstory of a life spent exploited by society's elite, just takes up a whole notch altogether. It's what cemented Vulture as a top-tier supervillain in the public eye, joining the likes of Killmonger and Loki as the franchise's most complex antagonists, and it's highly doubtful that he would have done the same had Marvel opted for the original comic book interpretation. Number 3. Making Nakia a Hero Black Panther for all the amazing things Christopher Priest did on Black Panther, the characterization of Nakia, a member of the Dora Milaje in the comics, was not one of them. She starts out as one of T'Challa's bodyguards hoping to eventually wed him, and when her advances are eventually spurned, things take a turn for the worse. Nakia eventually rebrands herself as the villain Malice, who works alongside Killmonger to conspire against the Wakandan government. To say that such an arc would have wasted the talents of Lupita Nyong'o would be putting it lightly, and by the time Black Panther released, audiences were released to find that not only had the Dora Milaje changed, but so too had Nakia. The ceremonial wife angle was dropped, but the Milaje continued as Wakanda's elite special forces. Nakia fought as a spy, while figures like Okoye headlined the military unit. It just works better, and with calls for Nyong'o's Nakia to get her own spin-off film, it's clear that Marvel fans agreed. Number 2. Nearly everything about the Guardians films. Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn was to the Guardians of the Galaxy what RDJ is to Iron Man, a pivotal influence that impacted not only Marvel's films, but their comics as well. Prior to 2014, to say that the Guardians were an obscure property would be the understatement of the century. They'd floated in and out of mainstream Marvel continuity for several decades, and while their 2008 comics reboot courtesy of Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning was important, their respective characterizations were still a far cry from the ones audiences became accustomed to in Gunn's films. 
While Rocket Raccoon mostly stayed the same, sans Cockney accents, as did Gamora and Groot, Star-Lord and Drax underwent several key changes. Peter Quill now has a tremendous arc revolving around his mother and the classic songs of the 60s and 70s, and Batista's Drax boasts an oblivious quality that makes one of the team's most hilarious dynamics. Then there's Yondu. In the comics, Yondu was an OG Guardian and rocked a design that, well, differed drastically to his on-screen counterpart, throwing the father-son dynamic between him and Quill, as well as that of Kurt Russell's ego, who was literally a living planet in the comics, just saying, and it becomes clear as day why Guardians owe so much of its success to Gunn, Nicole Perman, and the cast themselves. Number 1. Thanos' Motivations – Avengers Infinity War While Thanos himself is a veritable tyrant, war criminal, and out-and-out -out awful being, spare me the hashtag Thanos was right takes please, one thing there's no denying is that writers Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely made the right decision to drop death from his backstory. In the original Infinity Gauntlet storyline, Thanos embarks on his mad quest to end half the life in the universe in a vain attempt to woo the living embodiment of death herself. The act of wiping out half of existence is no less cruel, don't get me wrong, but knowing that it was done to impress a spirit just makes Thanos feel that little bit less intimidating. The on-screen Thanos, on the other hand, boasts a fanaticism that, when taken alongside his power, makes him genuinely terrifying. His dogmatic streak bears the echoes of real-life tyrants, and rooting the Mad Titan in that context makes him twice as scary as his comic book counterpart. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.